Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. This is the first broadcast of the year 2024. So it's my pleasure, my honor, and my privilege to wish my listeners Happy New Year. The most productive, most fruitful 2024. What is exciting about a new year? I guess it's just the whole idea of 365 fresh days of opportunity. 365 days where you can right the wrongs, make things happen. 365 days in which we can grow. We need to review 2023. First, with Thanksgiving, because we are alive. An attitude of gratitude is scientifically proven to deal with depression, to make you optimistic, to help you plan. Every day we should start the day writing a gratitude list. What we are grateful for in that day. First for life that we draw breath. Because we are alive, we can complain. Because we are alive, we can make plans for the future. Mentally, how did we fare in 2023? Did we grow? Or did we recede? Our health. What was our diet like? Our exercise like? How many times did we visit the hospital? Or did we stay out of it? You know, they say that we are what we eat. So what did our diet lead us into in 2023? Now, the older you get, the more important this is. And even if you're very, very young, it is never too early. I know nine-year-olds listen to me. Young man, young lady. It is never too early to build the right habits, not to be addicted to sugar, not to do anything in excess. Moderation is the key. Your purpose and your assignment. This always excites me. How did we fare in our purpose and our assignment in 2023? Did we keep on track? Did we lose track mid-year or the first quarter? How did we fare? We need to also review our finances. Did our finances grow? Did they shrink? Let's take personal responsibility for our finances. Lastly, our relationships. You know, I believe that relationships make or break you. Honestly, the difference between who you are today and who you will be in 10 years time is the voice that you're listening to. Yes, we cannot be more than plus or minus 20% richer or poorer than the seven closest people that we relate to. And that includes your spouse. <laughs> Stay tuned to Voice of Change. We'll be back after this break. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowan. You can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowan. It's one of these days again that we need to remind ourselves what leadership really, really means. Because sometimes I get a reaction when we talk about leadership. People don't see themselves as leaders or they believe that leadership is not something they feel can be developed. So they throw up their hands in despair. I'm not a leader. 
There's nothing I can do. If leadership cannot be developed, then a program like Voice of Change will be a waste. Because what it means is that you're either born a leader or you'll never become one. But scientifically, experience shows us, historically, it has been proven that that is not the case. Leadership is something that we can develop. Not in every sphere of life, but we all can be leaders in one sphere of life or the other. Leadership is not mastery. All leaders must be masters at something, but not all masters are leaders. Mastery is having an intensive knowledge or specialization in one field or one narrow focus of study or endeavor or achievement. Leaders differ from masters in that while they have mastery, usually in one area or more than one, they know a little about everything that concerns the endeavor that they need to galvanize their followership towards. A virtuoso who plays the cello is a master in playing the cello. He may not be good at maths. He may not know how to dance, interestingly, but he has an area of focus. And in that area of focus, he's known for it. He's ahead of the pack and he masters it. Mastery usually comes from intense practice. Malcolm Gladwell will say at least a thousand hours of intense practice in any field of endeavor, piano playing, basketball, running, brings you to a level of mastery that sets you apart from others. That is mastery. In the hands of a master, what is ordinary suddenly becomes extraordinary. Like a paintbrush in the hands of Picasso. You could hold the same paintbrush and doodle with it and nothing extraordinary comes out. But Picasso handles the same paintbrush and the same paint. Painting is worth millions of dollars roll out from under his canvas. A master turns ordinary things to extraordinary. You would realize that in the educational field, we don't start out as masters. We start as generalists, but as we move on from secondary school to university, you choose what to study. Perhaps you choose to study physics. You move further in your masters. It's nuclear physics you want to do. By the time you move to your PhD, you're talking about some level of atomic physics. What I'm saying is the higher you go, the more specific, the more narrow your focus becomes. Now, think about footballers. Most footballers are known for playing a particular position. Maradona, Ronaldo, Messi. Most of these are not goalkeepers and then center forwards and then one thing or the other. Usually, when you know everything on the football pitch, you know a little about the goal. You know a little about center forward. You know a little about being a defender. You know a little about being a striker. You usually end up being a coach. Yeah. That gives a hint about the difference between a master and a leader. A master doesn't have to galvanize other people to go with him on a journey. A master only needs to know his field. Be respected in it. But a leader needs to carry other people along. So it is not enough for a leader to be a master. He must also know a little about everything that concerns the field of endeavor which his vision concerns. What do I mean? As a president of a country, it is not enough for you to have been a master physicist. You must first have been noticed 
in your field of endeavor maybe you're a master tactician a master soldier a master physicist a master scientist a master doctor you had a huge hospital and you are known there your excellence distinguished you that will not make you a leader you must go beyond to understand what the goals of the community you want to lead are and to understand a little about everything that will take them there which means you're a doctor well you have to understand what concerns the entertainers you have to understand what will bring the economy of the country forward this is why so many people who are masters don't ever end up being leaders because they don't concern themselves beyond that their narrow field i must make this crystal clear to be a leader you must be a master at something but the true leaders go beyond they master their field then they know a little about everything and we say everything about a little my usual example at this point is chief obafemi awolowo i was reading a book that he wrote and he was talking about the gauge of the railway that the nigerian railway corporation was going to roll out all over the country the gauge he knew it down to the last inch please remember he was a lawyer but he knew the gauge of the railway does it mean he did not have experts in this field he had experts but he concerned himself enough to know the gauge to be that detailed leaders have width breadth they're extensive they're vast and yet on their own particular area of mastery which includes leadership getting other people to follow there's hardly anybody as deep as they are as focused as they are it's time for change